the Lord, everybody. Cheryl Boggs Ministries presents Resting in His Word with Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. Psalm 91 and 1 says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. This is truly the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this program. I pray, God, that people that are listening and that are logged on, God, that they will receive a word from you. I thank you for an uplifting, inspiring, encouraging program on today. And I just thank you for it in Jesus' name. I'm Cheryl Boggs, and you're listening to Resting in His Word. I'm so glad that you've joined me today. So go ahead, call, text, or email a friend. Let them know that Resting in His Word is on the air, and they'll be so glad that you did. Yes, I could sing of the love of the Lord forever. And like they used to say in the choir, ever and ever. <laughs> this truly is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. It's a BEA beautiful day here in the Dallas, Texas uh, area, and we are just blessed and highly favored. And so I've got a great show for you today. Um, Lady Evelyn J is going to be joining me in just a little bit, and then we'll take a walk in the Word with Elder Britt Guilford. And I'm going to talk about, you know, what do you do when you're in between, when you've come so far, you can't go back, and what's up ahead looks so far away. But before I get to that, I'm going to let Lady Evelyn J join us with her Empowered Enjoy segment. And she's going to unmute for us. Yes. Yeah. Hello, everyone. God bless everybody. I am thankful to be back with everyone this week. Uh, last week was a little bit uh, painful for me. Um, and I thank God I've gotten over my little backache. I'm still a little sore. But praise be to God, it's not like it was last week. I missed everybody. I missed coming on and uh, talking about the goodness of the Lord. But I know the Lord was in your heart. You continued doing what you needed to do to uh, continue in the in the grace of God. God is so good and his mercy is so everlasting. And I'm so thankful to be back here with you all today. Um, I'm going to be uh, talking about, first of all, let me get my website out of the way. That is www.joycircle.com. You can reach me there or you can email me at info at joycircle.com. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear what you have to say about our program because God is good and his mercy is so everlasting. Oh, my goodness. It's so everlasting. So I hope everybody had a great week and I'm still praying for those that were caught in the storm in um, in Florida. There was so much devastation and I know there's going to be a lot of cat losses, catastrophe losses. I used to work for an insurance company, and 
I know there's going to be a long time recovery there because there was so much damage there uh, at the uh, spot in Florida. I, I tell you, Fonona, I believe that was the name of the hurricane. It came in with a vengeance and it left a lot of people stranded. It left a lot of people without anything. So it, it's almost letting us know no matter the day nor the hour, we just don't know when we could have something one moment and the next time it could be wiped out right off and under our feet. So that's why we always got to be thankful that God has given us the activities of our limbs. We got to be thankful and giving him the glory and the praise every single day we wake up because, you know, uh, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And it comes so quickly uh, when I was seeing the storm and they was talking about it as it was riding through the, uh, on the ocean, coming through on the ocean, and the different islands that it had struck, I just knew that this was going to be a devastating situation. And I just pray every day because um, tornadoes are bad. I come from Tornado Alley. I lived in Oklahoma City, and it seemed like every year there was a tornado or the, the, the thunder and the lightning. and the. If you never lived in Oklahoma City or never visited Oklahoma City in their thunderstorms, it, it's it's really, really something to hear the power of God just shake a house by thunder. And I was always afraid of the thundering and the lightning. And, you know, as in the old times, or I shouldn't even say old times, but when I was growing up, our parents told us to go sit down, turn everything off and shut shut your mouth because God is working. <laughs> and I tell you, when I when I would hear those thunderstorms, I mean, the roaring of the thunder started one started at one end of the sky until it met up somewhere in the middle and there was a big boom or clash or whatever. And then the lightning was so fierce. And then I moved here to Texas. And Texas, when they have thunderstorms, it's mainly lightning. And a lot of homes since I've been living here has been struck by lightning. So every state has its issue, like in Los Angeles. Uh, they have the earthquakes, earthquakes in diverse places. Earthquakes can happen anywhere if God needed to happen, okay? <laughs> but it's the devastation behind it all. I always think about how people, uh, when we went through, um, when we went through the, uh, um, the COVID situation and how we were all just locked in, we was on lockdown and we couldn't get out and we couldn't do anything. And that was the most, that was the most eerious when you think about it. When I think back to it, uh, when the news would go out and they, they scour the neighborhoods and the, and the areas, there was no car moving. There was no people moving. Everybody was sheltered in. And that was the most unusual experience in my time that I've ever experienced that the world to me stood still. Why did it stand still? That was one of my questions at that time. I said, um, why is it standing still, God? Why did we go through what we went through? And it was almost as if, so we know who God is, that he would get the victory out of all of that, losing all of those people, being shut up with your family. And one thing it taught us, uh, our immediate family, is that we came back together. Because, you know, uh, as we were working uh, pre-pandemic, 
we would work, go to work, come home, got our busy lives, our busy schedules, and we really didn't stop to, to, to just say hello, or we really didn't stop to say, how is your day going? Or we really didn't stop to say, are you okay? We really didn't. But in that moment, God said, okay, not saying God had anything to do with that. Man has something to do with what he set off. But God, just in that moment, he got the attention, fully got the attention at that time. And so we've come out of the COVID and everything. We're all back in circulation, trying to attend our different events. But it's still a little bit different for me. I'm still cautious about, you know, am I out of here unprotected sometimes? I do wear my mask if I'm in a large, large uh, area. And then I'll just be thinking, I said, are we really over what we went through? Are we really over it? And we don't have any numbers coming out saying people are dying from it. We hear people are getting still sick from it, but not as bad as what the, 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 the whole uh, beginning of this COVID situation was. But I praise be to God that he showed me something, that the families came back together that was not close Everybody moved back home. Children came home and probably had issues with their mom and dad. And I'm moving out. I don't want to be here with you anymore. But when that happened, families became closer. Now, like I said, we've opened up and, and now we got wars and rumors of wars. We got uh, presidents talking about Armageddon and all of that. Mm. We have to, when we see these things coming, as the Bible tells us, you got to get closer to God. You got to get on your bended knees, pray without ceasing. That is our responsibility to continue to pray. You know, I pray for the war that's going on in Ukraine. I just don't understand how uh, one man can just bomb a nation of, and just drop these, these powerful bombs on uh, residential areas. In the act of war, it's like they lose they lose it here or they already done lost before war. <laughs> but how can you have a conscience and you're slaughtering people that breathe, that breathes just like you, that bleeds just like you? How can you not have a conscience? That is, to me, is the most uh, insane situation I've ever witnessed in this lifetime. People just killing people, just going out in the streets, getting guns, and just shooting people at random. Don't even know them. That's why the Lord tells us to pray, watch and pray. Because we know we don't know the day or the hour that the Lord would come. But the way people are doing in this season, they're like the thief in the night, snuffing people out for no reason. And don't have a cause. Once you arrest them, they don't even have a reason why they did it. <laughs> that's how Satan has worked on people's minds but we can continue as individuals to keep encouraging and bringing the word of God to you to give you, get you active if you're not active get active, more active in the word of God if you're not active in the word of God I tell you these last couple of years and I mean I, I really opened my Bible and started studying the word of God and really surprised myself when it was scriptures were hidden in my heart and I could just 
be somewhere and just call a scripture up, retrieve it just like a computer. When you go down to Google, sit down at your computer and pull up Google, you're retrieving something. Well, use your brains now like a Google processor and start Googling the word of God, what you need to do in this moment. What, what can I do if I'm, I'm having a financial problem? Or what can I do if my child is rebellious? What can I do, Lord? You know, the Lord said, just bring it all to him and put it at his feet and leave it there. Leave it on the altar. But God gives us scriptures in the word of God to tell us what we must do in our lives, what we must do to be saved, what, me, what we must do to just uh, stand you know, when things come, it's so many powerful scriptures in this Bible that tells us how to pray, how to ask, and how to pray and then believe. And then you will receive so many powerful scriptures. And we have to thank God for the word of God that was given to me as a young girl growing up in a church of God a true and living God. I just thank God because he's everything. Hello, Vanessa. Thank you for that beautiful message. Good evening, beautiful lady, Evelyn Johnson. Yes, we have to pray for protection via Psalms 91. Amen. Thank you for that. Thank you. But I thank God he is a, a, a he's the will in the middle of the will. I love when he said that I am that I am. He's the lily of the valley. He's the bright and morning star. Ooh. I just thank God because if it wasn't for him, I would not be doing what I'm doing today. My whole direction was, uh, I, that's not me. Uh, you know, that's for, that's for those preachers. That's for people to preach the word of God. Those for the ones that get up in the pulpit and deliver the message and all of that. But no, we are the witnesses. Our temple is a temple of God. Our body is the temple of God. And so we have to bear witness of what he has done in our lives for others to see, for others to say, I want what she has. I want what he has. And if they don't see it, then you need to start pruning your tree, pruning yourself so your fruit can bear, so you can bear fruit, so people can see your good works and let your light shine. So people can see your great works because people are so distracted. There's a great falling away. I used to hear that. My dad preached it all the time. There will be a great falling away from the word of God. There will be a great falling away from the temple of God, from people gathering together in fellowship. There's going to be a great falling away. That's why he said you better hide it in your heart. Hide the word in your heart that you sin not against him because... There's going to come a day they may decide to burn all our Bibles. They may decide to say, well, we don't need this word of God anymore. We don't need this holy Bible. And if you don't have it here in your heart, you're going to have to have something to get you through it. You're going to have to have that whole armor of God. And that whole armor of God is going to protect you from all the snares of Satan because it's coming. It is coming. And I said, Lord, can't, will I be able to stand? I asked that question. I, I used to hear the old mothers in the church say, baby, can you stand? Are you going to be able to stand when those evil days come? And I said, oh, oh, 
you know, mother somebody. I say, um, uh, at that time, I'm like, I did not want to hear that <laughs> because it frightened me at that time when I was young. I didn't understand it. I'm like, why are they scare me? Why are they talking all this prophecy stuff? But prophecy is throughout the word of God, where we are today. People are angry. People are fighting each other. You know, when people, you know, I, I was going through uh, something popped up on my Facebook page. You know, they have all these little videos and stuff pops up un un unexpectedly nowadays. And so um, there was a there was these two men in, at a stoplight. One man got out of his truck. I don't know what the other person had done to him. They were literally fighting in the street. They done put the cars in park and fighting literally in the street. That's the act of Satan that got control of man because we have allowed everything to seep into us. We got, we got stuff on television. Everything's reality, <laughs> reality TV. <laughs> I'm guilty. <laughs> and we got everything that's, that, that it's got to be played out before us because we like reality. We like to see the real thing. We have people lying through their teeth and don't even care to be lying. You know, I, there's times that um, where things that are going to be that were right are going to be wrong. Okay. But you got to be prayed up. You got to know your word. You got to know the word for yourself. And you got to stick to the word of God in order to get you through anything you need to get through. I'm just thanking God because he was, um, he was a, he was a, he saved me when he saved me. And I'm so thankful for that. I was going to come in and talk about David tonight, uh, a little bit about David, but, but David was a servant, true servant leader. David was the shepherd of the sheeps. He had a job. He did not leave that job, even though that, even though he was there almost 24 seven, he didn't stop. He kept shepherding the sheeps. He kept shepherding the sheeps because it was diligent for him to do so. David had another task, another assignment. Sometimes, you know, we feel like, well, I'm not where I need to be in my ministry, or I'm not where uh, I, I see other people in, in their, where they at, but why am I not there? But you could be still shepherding the sheep with excellence. And then there came a time for David to leave that position because another one had been set up for him when he was blessed. I remember the prophet came into the house where everybody was inside. And where was David? Out being a true servant leader, out in the fields tending to the sheep because somebody had to do it now he had brothers and everything and i don't read and i don't know if it ever happened did they go out there to say hey david do you need a break hey david i'll watch them for you why don't you go on in and get you some rest but david was the patient one see sometimes god look for that one that's patient and don't get in a hurry and then you get in a hurry when it's not your season to move into a new assignment you get into a hurry and then what happens? Everything folds on you. 
because you didn't wait. You didn't have the patience to wait. That's why the Bible said, wait, wait up on the Lord. You know, we have to wait for our season, for our time to come. And so I thank God because he has given me so many things. He's put me in places in my season. I didn't rush it. I just take my time. When my season came to be here on, on uh, uh, resting in his word, um, and my, my, my fellow sister, Elder Cheryl Box, have asked me, and I'm, oh, I'm not ready. I'm, I was fearful. Oh, 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 no, 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 no. I'm a bad, I'm behind the scenes person. I don't want to be out there. I don't want nobody to see my face. But when God say it's time, it's time. And I activated, um, uh, when something spoke to me back in 2018, I had been listening to this one woman uh, speaking about just motivating, just, just, just stirring up the gifts is what she was doing inside of me. And I just kept listening to her every day because I said, I, I have to have a vision. I have, cause if I don't have a vision, I'm going to perish. And I'm sure David probably was saying the same thing. I got to have a vision. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? But the opportunity came for him when his assignment changed and David slayed the giant. All the brothers were strong men and everything. And here come little David, the one that shepherded the sheep. He had to leave that assignment for a bigger assignment, for a bigger assignment. Because of his patience, maybe he was strategizing. Okay, they all running from this giant. They all try to think about how to kill the giant. And all he got was two smooth stones and, 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 and a slingshot and boom. The giant fell. And David took his sword, the giant's sword, and cut his head off. You know, we have to wait on those positions. And then from there, he became what? The king. His assignment, all of his brothers in the house, soldiers and everything, and, and the prophet comes through and say, there's got to be one more. Where's that one that'd be out there in the fields? I'm sure the brothers in the house got mad. You're going to put the blessing on David? It was his season. It was his time. So that's all I can say right now. I, 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 I'm going to come back and finish up David. I want to talk, talk about it a little bit more on next week. But I was just thinking about it. all the other things that God has done in our lives. We've got to give him thanks and we've got to give him glory. And keep praying. Because what we see every day in the news, it just says a lot. Those are the signs. Those are the signs that he told us to watch for. And if we see these signs, wars, and rumors of wars, we got to get close to him because he's drawing nigh unto us. More closer than we think. So thank you for listening to uh, Empowered and Joy. I'm your host, Lady Evelyn J. I'm so thrilled to be back with you all this week. Join us again on next Monday evening. Our new time slot is 5 p.m. I almost missed it. <laughs> But anyway, I thank God. Join us again at 5 p.m. next Monday evening on Resting in His Word. And just stop by because there's so much great information on here. Great encouraging words of the, of the Word of God that we can share with you all. And uh, again, I always encourage you to read your Bible for yourself. Don't go by what everybody else say. Read the Word for yourself. God bless you and see you next Monday. 
Hey, y'all, what's going on? It's Devon Franklin. You're listening to Cheryl Boggs, resting in his word. That's the only place you need to be. Stay right here. Don't turn. God bless you. Hi, this is Jay Jerome. This is Jay Jerome, and you're listening to Resting in His Word with Cheryl Boggs. Resting in His Word with Cheryl Boggs. Beautiful people, this is Major, Mr. This is why I love you. And we're rocking with Cheryl Boggs. Resting. Resting in His Word. What's up? It's your man Montel Jordan, and this is how we do it. You listen to my girl Cheryl Boggs, and we're resting in His Word. Hi, this is Pastor Marvin Winans, and you're listening to the Cheryl Boggs Show. Enjoy. In everything, we give you thanks. Lord, I give you thanks today. I find great joy like I've never known 
too. The Cheryl Boggs Show, resting in his word, heard here live every Monday from 5 to 7 Central, 6 to 8 Eastern, right here on Fishbowl Radio Network. Well, it is time for us to take a walk in the word with Elder Brett Gilford. Hello, Elder Brett. Hey, Elder Cheryl, how are you this fine, fine Monday afternoon? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for asking. You know me, I'm the king's guest. I'm always on top. This is It's another beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's a B-E-A, beautiful day. Yes, it is. I'm telling you. Anytime you're on this side of the dirt, it's a good one. No matter what's going on. You know, regardless of what's happening, it's still a good day. Yeah, because the Bible says this is the day yes. that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad. Actually, it says I will, but I just put we. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. let's see. Elder Brett, hey, let's you, take you know, a walk in the Word. Yeah, you know, I was, I was thinking about um, Elder, I had a... Um, this, uh, and I talked to I talked to you about the team on Sunday morning. I told you, I shared this with them about the um, I had a guy uh, an alarm guy came and he did some work on our the cameras that we have outside inside and uh, and so we, he and I we talked about uh, we talked about football we talked about basketball and before he left uh, I asked him, I said so what church do you go to he's a young guy I don't go to church yep door wide open right there, you know, I'm walking right into that one. (laughs) So I'm like, you know, well, you know, and I started talking to him about, you know, church and I, and I gave him one of my cards and, um, and he he liked the cover and I said, well, that's a copy of my book. I said, you need to copy my book. So I gave him a book and I signed it and he just loved it. He said, oh man, this is nice. You know, and he just started looking at it and he said, I like to read. And I said, you know, I explained to him that this design with you, anyway, look closer to God and Work, work, uh, work to your Bible. And so we started talking, and then um, so I asked him, I said, So, you know, have you ever made Jesus Lord? You're like, Yeah, made Jesus Lord. Like, so I prayed with him and, and, and led him to Christ. You know, but after that, the uh, and like I told the team uh, Sunday, you know, the thing that, that I started thinking about was how many of these opportunities get past us? You know, how many of these opportunities do, do, do we have? Talk to, to lead somebody to Christ that we don't take advantage of, yeah. you know, and 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 and, 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 it, and it, it, that kind of stuck with me, and, and and I kept thinking about it because I don't know if I told you this time I was on the airplane, um, I forgot where I was coming from, but the guy next to me was coughing, just, uh, he was coughing, he was coughing, a and I asked my dear, say, you know, let me encourage you about that. No, 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 that's not, I'm good, fine. Lord told me, said, he didn't reject you, he rejected me. And that's when I realized that if it's not about me, but it's about him. If I can move me out of the way and do what he's telling me to do, what, what I feel he's prompting me to do, you know, then the job gets done. And so it's not about me, but about how I feel and about me having the fear of rejection. You know, because it's not. You know, and I look at the Apostle Paul, and, he's, and everything that he did, he didn't get it. Anything down here really didn't matter because he was sold out for the cause of Christ. And so, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, we 
in these last times and, and the way things are changing, you know, we have a prime opportunity to be able to meet other people and tell them about, you know, because you know how that, that peace that passes all understanding, you know, with, with the way everything's going around in the world, we don't, we're not down and oh God, you know, up and what we're going to do, blah, 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 blah. No, you know, we are happy, joyous, you know, just take you know, we're, we're unmovable and unshakable because we understand, A, who, whose we are, who we are, what we have, you know, right now on earth, what's coming, but more importantly, you know, the relationship we have with Christ and the opportunity to share that with somebody else. And, and, and you know how the Bible talks about that we should um, always give an account and be ready at it, just like that. Tell people, what, you know, what's, what, where my hope is coming from. And so that's the thing that it kind of stuck with me. Because, you know, when I talk to Carl, my brother Carl, all the time, he tells me about uh, um, this encounter that he has with people when he goes, guys that he has to see the Home Depot and come to work on his house. And when anybody comes to my house, I'm always asking that question. Do you go to church and say, yeah, I get a copy of my book. So I'm always sowing the word, you know. But I know that he does that a lot. Wow, you know, so I started doing, just started doing the same thing, and so yeah, Nick, that was a question: is how many of these opportunities are we are we missing to lead someone to Christ, to be His example? Because you know, we, I always talk about how we are the only Bible that some people ever read, right? And so it, it's on us to be able to, you know, be that hope, be that light, be His light, like. Uh, Pastor uh, Tina talks about shine, Lord. We have to shine, yeah. you know, and because uh, the Bible talks about you don't, you know, take a light and put it underneath the bed, you know, put a bushel basket over, it, you know, but you put it on a table so they can shine it and illuminate the room, you know, and that's what we have to. We walk into the room, we have to illuminate the room with His presence within us, and so that's the thing. That's where I'm at today. Is just I'm, I'm really just meditating on that. And, 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 and asking God, you know, okay, so what adjustments do I need to make? You know, do I, do, I, do I need to make some adjustments? Because, you know, I get, like, even with my job, whenever I get an opportunity to, whenever that door gets open, I'm in there. You know, and I'm talking about God, and I'm talking about what he can do and what he's done and how good he is. And you'd be surprised, like, about 90% of the time, I get, I get, I get a conversation with people about the goodness of God. You know, the other other ones, they were like, oh, you can kind of tell me, oh, okay, well, so you're alone. You know, I'm going to take my care of my business and, and, and move on. But that's the thing, man. It's just, it, this is just, this is, the, these are the times when we have to be more diligent and be aware of the gentle leadings of the Holy Spirit when these opportunities arise. And so that's where I'm at today, Elder Boggs, just, Really, just trying to, I guess, heighten my awareness, show me what I need to do, and, and, and so I can be just a little bit more sensitive to the Holy Spirit as He, as He, you know, presents these opportunities in front of us because we don't know, and and it's just as simple as you know, praying for somebody. Yeah, you know, I, I, I remember somebody saying about how they were in a supermarket, and they kind of felt led to talk to somebody, talk to somebody, and they, and they wanted to have to lay hands on them. Or, you know, praying for them to be healed or something like that. It's just simple things like that that we can do, you know, um, but being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. So that's just kind of where I'm at today is, um, you know, taking his word to the street 
and being being his hands in the earth being his hands in the earth because these are times when people need people need some hope right right and and it's just a matter of taking advantage of that open you know yeah. that open door asking them a simple question you know hey uh did you go to church today yeah. or you know like did you go to church last sunday or what church do you go to yeah. and um and like you said what was his what was the guy's first name uh tavion tavion and and they're you know another one into the kingdom yeah just by the first you know the initial hey what church do you go to mm -hmm. and um I, I really like that. You know, what kind of opportunities? I was laughing at at myself because I was at the grocery store mm -hmm. and I don't know, ever since COVID, you not really breathing on or allowing people to breathe on you that you don't know. <laughs> and so I'm walking in the store, you know, I'm walking like this, I'm walking like that. And I'm going, you never gonna have a conversation with anybody anymore because you don't even look up you know to make eye contact mm -hmm. so i think as uh as we get back to um talking to people mm -hmm. that we don't know and expressing the hope and the joy that lies within us i yeah. think we will definitely be greater witnesses mm -hmm. um in this time because like you know you know like we always say here we may be the only Bible they ever read. And yeah, right. And that's the, that's the thing is, is we might be the only Bible some people ever read. And I, I give an example this afternoon when I came home from church uh, the other day, uh, yesterday when I came home from church, the um, as I was getting out the car, there was a lady walking down the street with her dog, and she was on her phone and she did not look up. She walked right past me. She did not look up. I was getting out the car. You know, I was halfway out the car. She, excuse me, she did not look up or say nothing. And I was like, wow, how insensitive that is, man, that, you know, that, that your people, you know, it's simple. Hey, how you doing? Cause I speak to people all the time. That This time I was trying to get out the car, so I didn't have a chance to, to, to say that, you know, but I'm like, okay, you know, like, wow, that, that, that's, that's the way it is, man. Just people are like that, you know, but that doesn't we stop do. me from doing what I need to do. We need to be more mindful. I think yeah. everyone, um, because that, even, you know, on the job, you're walking down the hall and they, you, mm. you know, they don't even have to see each other because everybody's head is, is in the phone and um, we're walking in the supermarket, walking and, and they walking outside and I'm going, do you see this car? You yeah. know, so <laughs> I read a sign that said, we don't have Wi-Fi. Um, why don't you turn off your phone and talk to <laughs> who's ever across the table, you know, like we <laughs> used to. <laughs> so we don't want to get so wrapped up in our own lives or wrapped up in scrolling uh, mm. on social media that we um, do away with that human touch. And like I said, I am, you know, guilty of it. I was so guilty of it. The, of the Holy Spirit nudged me and he's like, mm -hmm. you don't even have look up anymore. And I was like, man, not that I'm on my phone. I'm just, you know, I used, you know, smile and nod or something. Yeah. Now I just, 
you know, get my oranges or get my fruit and whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But I think what you're saying is a really good lesson for all of us to not miss those those Mm -hmm. opportunities. Sometimes it's not a big door. Sometimes it's just saying, you know, hey, you know, doing it like that. you know, depending on how young they are, be like, hey, what church your mom and them go to? <laughs> yeah, or even a simple, you know, how you doing today? Right, right. How you doing today? Because if they really ain't doing great, they'll tell you. <laughs> they mm-hmm. will tell you. You know, everybody's like, oh, I'm, you know, great, da 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 if, if people are really hurting, they would tell you. So they, they might say, well, yeah, doing the best I can. You know, yeah. and that's like, okay, well, yeah, you know what? That's, you know... And the Holy Spirit quicken the word for you to say something. It's like, okay, you know, the next thing you know, you know, you got a little conversation going on. Hey, you know, things are going great, you know. Um, it's just a lot. Of, it's a, there's plenty of opportunities for us to 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 be able to uh, express His love mm-hmm. because God, I, I mean, God is loving us, to, loving other people through us, and He's loving us through other people. Because that's the only way you can do something is with, uh, you know, with, with another another human, another person. Right. He needs people. He needs people. People who need people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's and and it's it's so important that people, uh, that everyone that we mm-hmm. meet be able to see the love of Jesus and, um, what He's done in our lives uh in revelation it says we overcome by the yeah. blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony yes. so yes. given those opportunities we're able to say you know i know <coughs> it's cliche but it is mm-hmm. true you know i once was blind but now i see and you know you might not say it just like that you may be like you know what i used to walk around with no hope i used to walk around feeling down um you know um it's it's real i don't want to use the word interesting but it's it's really something the people that are passing away Mm -hmm. um we just had what three people from one church Mm -hmm. pass away in a matter of two or three days or a week and it really got me you know, really got me thinking, you know, number one, um, and I'm going to tie this all in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cindy Trim had a little post that talked about uh, what Miles Monroe said to us years ago. You know, don't die full, mm-hmm. but die empty. Make sure that every dream, every prophecy every book every you know make sure that you get yeah. all of this out of you mm-hmm. because the graveyard is you know the cool. richest place mm-hmm. in the world it's filled with un unwritten books unwritten songs unwritten mm-hmm. you know uh, companies that didn't open and even with that elder brett even with saying you know what um little becomes much when we place it in the hands of the lord Mm -hmm. and here's where i started and here's as you know how god is moving and growing 
Yeah. And that's the testimony. And then yeah. you, know, you can say to somebody, hey, if I did it, mm -hmm. if God bless me, he can bless you too. Yeah, definitely. And that's and that's a, that's the point I'm getting to is that we can we can always because we, we have that once we get that opportunity we can share that with people mm -hmm. you know we can share that with people because I had a guy on the telephone um, one of the guys I had a customer I'm trying to think exactly and he I think he uh, he had just recently got divorced and he was trying to make it through you know in the trucking industry and he was trying no and I got to share with him you know hey man you can because I've been divorced. And you can do, you know, you can still be a good dad, you know, da da da, and kind of find out that, you know, he got custody of the kids, and you know, and and it was something similar to me. And I said, you know, that was similar that happened to me because I wanted to get custody of my son, and you know, and I was explaining these things to him, and I said, yeah, man, you can be a good dad, you you can be a good dad. And then I explained it, you know, when when it, when it's like that, you know, it doesn't matter what she does, man, no matter how nasty or bitter she gets towards you. Don't speak ill of her to your child. You know, I say never talk bad about their mother to you. I mean, to them. Mm -hmm. You know, don't let them be an earshot of you telling anybody else about, you know, whatever she's doing or whatever's happening between her. You know, just don't do that because that that's not cool. You know, I, it's just not a good thing to do because I, 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 I've had it happen to me. Um, you know, when my parents, when they split up, and my mother and and her boyfriend, when well, me and her husband later on, would talk about my father. You know, he's not gonna do this. Or blah 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 mm -hmm. blah 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 blah. You know, but I wasn't gonna live with him. And then we, we saw how that all worked out. So I, I say that to say, you know, if, it, if somebody might be happen, might be listening here, and and in a situation like that, you know, don't talk bad about the father or the mother, whatever. You know, um, it's that's not that's not good because you'll turn them against you. Yeah, you'll turn them against you, and and trying to turn them against each other, it, it'll backfire on you. So, and that's and that's not how God is. That's not how God is. Because when when me and Matthew's mom broke up, you know, um, the way that God has blessed me since then, you know what? I ain't mad at you. You know. I mean, God bless me. I, I I I lost a lot, but I gained so much more. You know, I gained so much more that you know I was able to you know to build a house from the ground up. First person in my family to ever build a house, and I built one from the ground up. You know, and 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 I was able to you know to whatever when I got custody of him, that no matter what went on with him, in his life, I kept her abreast of it. You know, I, I made sure that she was aware of things that were happening in his life. And then when it came time for him to go for the, sum, for the summer or uh, Christmas holidays, I always let him go home and be with his mom during Christmas holidays. You know, that was just, I, I, like I said, I, I couldn't, because the guy working in me and working through me, I couldn't be nasty or bitter about what happened between us uh, um, and hold him like hostage. So you know, it did. It didn't. It didn't work out like that for me because that's just not the way I am. That's not the way I am. So by me being able to share that, you know, it, we were. I I I I can lay my head down at peace every night because I was, you know, because I because I'm not mad at you, right? Right. At you. And and God has really blessed me. He, he has really blessed me. And you know, they say that being bitter and having you know keeping that hate on the inside mm -hmm. 
Yeah. It's like uh, drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Yeah. Mm. So it is better. We're not saying that it's going to be easy. Mm -mm. We're just saying that before you speak, you know, when they used to count to 10, yeah. you know, count to 20 if you need mm. to, um, you know, but keep your heart pure so that yeah. God can can give you that peace that passes all understanding. So the Bible says that it will guard your heart, yeah, you know, nice. and your mind. And, mm -hmm. and I don't know about you, Elder Brett, but I've been in situations where I knew they were wrong, but I had to continue and yep. allow the love of God, you know, to flow mm -hmm. through me. And I've just come to the conclusion whether they ever asked me for forgiveness or not. You know, mm -hmm. I ask I ask God to forgive them. I ask God yeah. to forgive me. Because mm -hmm. um, like you said, I mean, there are times when we are the culprit. Yeah, definitely. And we may or may not know, but... Yeah, um, mm. and that's and I, like I like what you say that because you know on this certain time some people that you have thought you have forgiven them, but maybe you only forgiven them to a certain point, and then and, you know because I got somebody keep coming up like that periodically, and I'd be like, you know, I know what they did to me, but then it's like, so how many times has God forgiven me, and I keep doing something stupid? Rob doesn't say, you know, how much forgiveness has God continued had to give me? So, you know, and I say, okay, you're okay, guy. Why you have to go there? You know, so like, okay, so I, you know, I, so I have to keep saying, you know, I forgive you. I forgive people, forgive people. And you, and you have to, man, because it's toxic. It's toxic. And like you said, it's just like you drinking poison, watching what other person, other person die. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Dr. Martin Luther King said that it costs too much to hate. Mm -hmm. So he's going to stick with love. And I think we, as as Christians, as Christ-like, yeah. um, have to stick with that. And I'm I'll have a transparent moment. I've been trying to get in touch with this person um, to no avail. So I'm gonna talk to someone that you know. All of us are in that little circle, mm -hmm. and and you say, hey, when you see him, you know, say, you know, because the Holy Spirit showed me. He said you're looking at this person that you met at 15 and so mm -hmm. you're still looking through 15 year old eyes mm -hmm. and that's unfair you know to, to put somebody up on that pedestal and mm -hmm. then be mad when they fall off and i was like oh, okay mm -hmm. i said well can yeah. i get the opportunity you know just to apologize mm -hmm. and i just haven't had it but um, I think this is a time. No, in fact, I know this is a time for us, everybody, to clear our hearts and clear our minds, mm -hmm. forgive whoever you need to forgive. I'm not yeah. saying that what they did was right because mm -hmm. it wasn't if you were hurt. But I'm saying you cannot live in yeah. hurt and depression. Mm -hmm. And when 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 God has given us such grace and given us such an out for the lack of a better word mm -hmm. um to be free those yeah. chains can break mm -hmm. and there is forgiveness and like elder brett said that you know as many times as we ask god to forgive us we ought to extend that same mercy and that yes. same grace 
Yeah, um, definitely. To everybody. <clears throat> definitely. Because the way the way that I look at it is I have already been forgiven for the things that I have yet to do wrong. <laughs> you know, yet to do wrong. The, the price has already been paid. Yeah. So I have to learn how to walk as best I can in, in immediate unforgiveness. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like some people, if, if depending, depending on our relationship, I can forgive you quicker if I don't really know you so much. But if you're real close to me and you do something that hits me, then then I got to work at it. It's a process. I have to keep every time it comes up. I got to keep working, keep working. You say you're walking in forgiveness, not unforgiveness. Right. Walking in forgiveness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm not walking in unforgiveness. Yeah. That's a powerful word, Elder Brett. I mean, yeah. our time just goes by so fast. Um, yeah. Wow. Where did the time go? I was just getting out. I was just getting started. <laughs> nah, that's well, why good. don't that's you good. give us the name of the book and where yeah. we can get your book? Yeah, this is my, the copy of my book is Five Minutes with God. It's a 365-day daily devotional. You go to my website, www.biltbm.com, and get a signed copy from me, okay? And, um, and join us every Monday morning at 6 a.m. Central Time on Fish... Mm-mm, it's Fishbowl. On Facebook... <laughs> Facebook, YouTube, uh, and uh, and Twitter, where we do do the five minutes with God, and then we have a Bible study every Wednesday morning at nine a.m. Central Time on Facebook, um, and YouTube, and Instagram. So join us. I'm on all social media platform, platforms. Brett B. T. Gilbert, and get yourselves a copy of this book today. <laughs> amen, amen. Amen. Well, definitely follow him on all social media social media platform yes. and that's brett bt guilford thank you so much elder brett and have a wonderful wonderful evening okay you too elder box you have a great day all right thank, thank you. you podcasters and internet radio i'm evangelist hosts. cheryl boggs you're listening to the, to the cheryl level. boggs show resting in his word don't go anywhere because i'll be right back Podcasters and internet radio hosts, it's time to take your show to the next level. Hi, my name is Sammy G, a 30-plus year radio broadcasting veteran, public speaker, and voiceover artist. And for the last 11 years, now the proud owner of Fishbowl Radio Network, the largest and most listened to streaming platform and radio station facility of its kind. Two years ago, I created a proprietary system to help podcasters and internet radio hosts learn how to program their show like the pros, build a constantly growing and loyal fan base, and monetize their show. I teach this system every six weeks via Zoom to individuals all over the world. The Behind the Mic Masterclass is six one-hour classes that will finally take your show to the next level. Call today, 817-633-4880, 817-633-4880, and reserve your seat for the next Behind the Mic Masterclass. Did you know the Proverbs 31 woman was also an entrepreneur? It's true, but somehow we struggle to embrace our businesses as the God-anointed ventures they truly are. Well, I'm Tiana B. Clewis, executive pastor and owner of a multi-million dollar consulting firm, and I want to invite you to join me on Saturday, October 1st at Ambitious Dreamers, The Pouring. Claim your seat at www.thepouring.life so you can be equipped with the practical and biblical strategies you need to embrace your business as a means of financial abundance and ministry. Space is limited, so register now at www.thepouring.life
We are so excited to announce that Andrews Jones Productions has a new TV series coming out called Blocked. Blocked is a suspenseful drama surrounding a young lady named April who is at war with herself and with a cold heart she shatters anyone who tries to mend any brokenness from her past. Life itself has dragged her to hell and back and she's going to make sure that God himself feels her wrath. Blocked is a nail biter as it confronts many societal issues like church culture, molestation, hypocrisy, judgmental friends, and the inner turmoil of finding your own identity. Matter of fact, we have Antrees Jones, who is the director, the producer, and the writer of this brand new series in the studio with us today. Hey, everybody, it's me, Antrees Jones. Connect with us. Follow us on all social media platforms, Facebook, IG, LinkedIn, and Twitter. I look forward to connecting with you. Stay tuned for my new TV series, Blocks, coming soon to streaming services. Yes! Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. <laughs> the dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Fishbowl Radio Network, FBRN.US. Jump in. This is Cheryl, and I'd like to tell you about my song, Tumble. I hear shackles rattling, foot stomps and hands are clapping. Jericho's walls are crashing, tumbling, tumbling. The story of Tumble is a story of victory on the horizon, but hasn't taken effect yet. The walls haven't quite come down, but you can see the cracking taking place. And the process is beginning. The battle is still raging, but victory is within your grasp. Tumble by Cheryl Boggs featuring The Outcry is available for download on all digital platforms. Download your copy today. If you're looking for an easy listening praise and worship CD with a fresh sound and anointing, then this is the CD for you. Pure Worship from My Heart to His by Cheryl Boggs. Pure Worship will inspire you and bring a level of peace and the presence of God to you wherever you are. For more information, you may visit my website at www.cherylboggs.com. Also available on iTunes and cdbaby.com. My Testimony is the latest CD by Cheryl Boggs, featuring the hit single, Some Trust. Powerful worship songs such as In Your Presence and Holy Spirit Breathe. And there's a throwback song, I Thank You. Download your copy of My Testimony by Cheryl Boggs today at CherylBoggs.com, iTunes, CD Baby, and all digital outlets. You'll find your testimony in My Testimony by Cheryl Boggs. Hey everybody, I'm Hezekiah Walker. You're listening to the Cheryl Box Show, Resting in His Word. Awesome. 
Hey, y'all, what's going on? It's Devon Franklin. You're listening to Cheryl Boggs, resting in his word. That's the only place you need to be. Stay right here. Don't turn. God bless you. Hey, everybody, this is Pastor Wayne McDowell. You are listening to Cheryl Boggs, resting in his word. Hi, this is Pastor Marvin Winans, and you're listening to the Cheryl Boggs Show. Enjoy. Beautiful people, this is Major Mr. This is why I love you. And we're rocking with Cheryl Boggs. Resting in, resting in his word.
Yes, we need the Holy Spirit to breathe on us, to breathe a fresh wind, fresh power, fresh anointing, fresh strength. We need that. We need that. Why don't you just ask the Lord right now, you know, to breathe on you, breathe something new. You know, the Bible says, behold, I do a new thing. God wants to do a new thing in your life, in my life. He wants to eradicate all of the things that we thought and allow him to speak into our lives, allow him to lead us and guide us. I would love to tell you that this is an easy thing. I would love to tell you that lifting your hands and surrendering to the Lord and saying, not my will, but your will be done is going to be an easy thing. It's not. It's easy for us to say. But then when God moves in a different way that we think he should have gone. And when we get to the point where we're, uh, I want this, you know, like a spoiled brat. I want it this and this didn't happen and you know all of that i get it <laughs> because i'll be like lord but when we surrender our lives to the lord after the tantrums and after we've tried to figure it out after we've tried to uh do it our way if you're like me you come back to the conclusion that god you know what's best for me and I am going to trust you regardless. And when I was listening to that song, Holy Spirit Breathe, I wrote that. Let's see, this is 22. I think maybe in 2018. 2018, 2019, something in there. Must have been 18 because it was before the pandemic. And I was just saying, Lord, you know, I need a fresh wind, a fresh, you know, breathe on me, breathe on me, fresh. We all need that. We need that fresh. You, it's almost like, well, it's not almost, it is. It's like when I uh, buy bread and, I, you know, you buy this whole loaf of bread and, <laughs> and you go in the store and you look and say, okay, it says good until a certain amount of time. And whether you still have a full loaf or whether it's almost at the end, when you get to that, you know, when you get to that date, if you're like me, you throw it away. And because you want something fresh. So if you got saved 10 years ago 
20 years ago, five years ago, you can't go on that old anointing or that old uh, strength. You have to come back to God and say, refresh me again. Breathe on me again. We need you, God. With everything that's going on in this world right now, we need a fresh touch. We need an, actually a fresh touch every day <laughs> because every day we're bombarded with so much, so much stuff and chaos and the news and rumors of wars and wars and hurricanes and uh, earthquakes and tsunamis, you know. You can't go on yesterday's bread is all I'm saying, is that we have to have that fresh bread. Jesus eats that living bread <laughs> and that living water, and that's exactly what we need. Amen. I, I mean, that just that just hit me while I was listening to that song. <laughs> and it's funny because, I mean, I know it's me, but I think it's a blessing when you can listen to a song and not listen like that's you singing. I mean, I, I felt the Holy Spirit begin to just minister to me through that song. And I hadn't listened to that song in, in you know, quite a while. But if you want to listen to it on a regular basis, you can download it. It's on the My Testimony CD, which is available on all digital platforms, Amazon, iTunes, Spotify. But we need, I mean, I really sensed, you know, the Holy Spirit saying, you know, I want to breathe on my people. We're trying to run in the strength of yesterday. And that strength of yesterday will not get us through today. Or we'll be limping. <laughs> you can get through it, but we'll be limping. He doesn't want us to limp. He wants us to be in full, full stride and and doing and being everything he called us to do and to be. Well, I'm Evangelist Cheryl Boggs, and you're listening to The Cheryl Boggs Show, Resting in His Word. And we've moved back to our regular time of 5 to 7, which is 5 to 7 Central. And that is 6 to 8 Eastern. So adjust your time accordingly. All right, I'm giving a shout out to Elder Vanessa Watson. Thank you so much, my dear friend. You are such a blessing. You and Elder Virgil, such a blessing uh, to the Cheryl Boggs show as well as Cheryl Boggs' life. Give a shout out to Bobby Sanders, West Virginia in the house. How are you? And let's see. All right. My topic today wow it's something it's something because what do you do when you're in between when you're not where you know that god has promised you and you're not where you know that you should be and you turn around and even if you're tempted to go back you ever been in the middle 
of something and it's just as far to go back as it is to go forward. And you just sit there. I mean, I've done it and you just are like, wow, do I keep going forward? Or do I turn around and go back to something that's familiar? What do you do? I remember uh, Bishop Joseph Garlington, I believe his name, he said years ago, he was like, if you're in between, I don't know if he said in between, but he was saying when you're in the hall, you need to praise God. You know, praise God in the in the hall. How did he say it? I think he said something like, you know, um, praise him until you get to the next place. And, and then somebody else picked it up and said, you know, praise God you know, in the hallway when you're going from one door to the next door. And then someone else said that the bottom of one mountain is the top of another. So all I'm saying is, is that we've got to keep moving forward. And we often, you know, quote that scripture um, in Philippians 3. Let me pull that up right quick. And uh, Philippians 3 and 13, when Paul was saying, you know, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are before. And, it, you know, oh, man, we're just going to we're just going to let that go. OK, and uh, I'm going to reach. I'm going to reach. I'm going to reach. And, you know, we all get all excited and. And everything and then I was thinking today I started looking at it at a, at a whole different way and it was like forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward and sometimes you know we're so busy reaching forward that we forget that we have to forget those things that are behind us see long because if we don't deal with some of the things that are behind us, those same issues are going to come all the way back around. And while we're reaching and while you're reaching for the next level and the next, uh, the next place, those things that we didn't deal with are going to come back around. So we need to deal with them. And I started looking at that and I don't know where you are in your life right now, but there is a big transition going on in the body of Christ. There's a great big transition going on in individual lives, uh, transition going on in churches. And, and I'm going to probably get in trouble for this statement, but I'm going to make it anyway, because I mean, I was just listening. One thing um that I'm learning during during this time of of but I'm not traveling as much I'm not moving around as much um and getting a chance just to really listen to the Lord and you know get a chance to call up people and you know that you you know have lost contact with that God you know wanted to keep them in your life and then on the other hand, I was just laughing, talking to a friend of mine today. I said, God know how to close a door. You hear me? If that person is not going to be healthy for you, you don't have to um, cut them off. 
they'll cut themselves off. I was like, well, that, <laughs> excuse me, but it is something that God, he's just amazing. He's amazing. And when you're trusting that high and that low, and sometimes, you know, it does get low and <clears throat> excuse me. And, and you're like, God, what are you doing? And he's saying, I'm transitioning your life. And so we're so happy to be reaching for things that are, <clears throat> excuse me, ahead of us. One moment. And that we <clears throat> can forget about those things which are behind us that we need to let go of so <coughs> wow so that we can reach forward to the things that God has for us it's important it is critical that we forgive whoever hurt us whatever situation it is critical during this time of elevation this time of and I say elevation but a lot of us are at a place where it's like all of the the, the voices that we used to call up and hey what do you think da, 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 and, that, and, and, and they're not available anymore and it's like God is saying okay talk to me I'm the one that has the answer. I'm the one that knows where you need to put your foot next. So talk to me. And so I'm looking at that scripture a little different because like I said, I started, you know, looking at things and looking at the past and saying, okay, we're not going to repeat that. 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 While we're reaching forth, the, those things which are before while we're saying yes to the Lord and yes to our next level and yes to what God has for us we have to did you hear me have to let go of those things in our past hurt uh, disrespect um, any and everything disappointment unforgiveness What's that, that disappointment where you really wanted God to do something and you were praying and you were believing and it didn't happen or it hasn't happened yet. And there's this part of you that is saying, okay, well, okay, God, why are you not moving on? Why are you doing what, you know? And so we have all of these questions. We're going to bring all of those questions to the feet of Jesus and say, Lord, you know the way that I should take. And when I am tried, I know that I'm going to come forth with pure gold. I'm going to keep my heart pure. I'm going to keep my mind stayed on you. That's paramount, you know, because when you realize that that hope that lies within us, it's all in Jesus Christ. Where else can we go? Where else can we reach? 
you know and so when I was thinking about that number one we're going to forget those things which are behind not just forget them release them forgive them stop allowing the past to uh, how they say that uh, to to I don't know, stay in your mind or, you know, without paying rent. <laughs> and they're, you know, they're just there. We're going to forget those things which are behind. We're going to forget them. But first, we're going to forgive. We're going to release. And then we can forget. Because there's, a, there's a, also a saying that says you can forget where, uh, where you came from, you know, but you never forget the lesson there it is the lesson that that it taught you um, we've all been hurt we've all been rejected we've all felt pain we've all felt uh, misused and abused and oh they hurt me and I'm not making light of it because I understand it I could write a book on it but your Heavenly Father sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross for our sin so that we could have forgiveness. So therefore, we are to forgive those that have hurt us. It doesn't negate what they did. It negates them being able to stay in your mind and relive that hurt over and over again. I don't know about you, but I refuse you know, I refused that. I, I, I just said, you know what? So make the call you need to, to make. Uh, do whatever it is you need to do. Keep your heart pure. Because in this next season, into this next level, number one, you're going to have to have strength. You are going to have to have what you are going to have to have it. It's, there's going to be no way around it. You're going to have to have the strength of God, the power of God, the, the anointing of God, that, that Holy Spirit, that, that divine paracletus, that, that one called alongside to help us. In this chaotic time, you have got to have it. We have got to have it. It is paramount that we have it. And it's there. It's there. It's there. It's there for the asking. It's there. So as we forget those things. Did I give you the scripture Philippians 3? Okay. 3 and what is it? 13. I like the whole, you know, I like the whole, the whole chapter. But I'm uh, dealing with 13, I believe. <laughs> Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but there's one thing I do. This is Paul saying, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth to those things which are before. So number one, we're going to forget those things. Well, first we're going to forgive, release, and then forget those things. But remember the lesson that was taught us. And remember that there are some people that come into our life for a lifetime and there's other people that come, you know, for a season, for the lack of a better word. And you have to know the difference. And I, 
was laughing today, you know, walking through my house going, boy, you, God, you know how to close the door, don't you? I mean, whether they accidentally block your number <laughs> or, and then you'd be like, oh, I didn't mean to do that. And you just, okay, God, you know, and knowing the difference between when God closes the door and when man closes the door and, um, and being okay with that. All right. So we got the number one. So what did, what do you do in the in-between times when you are not where you, I want you to think of it like this. You're in the middle and it's just as many miles to go back as it is to go forward. Now, we're always tempted to go back to something that's familiar. Why? Because it's familiar. Because you know what's back there. Even if it's hurt, even if it's loneliness, even if it's, uh, you know, God, I hate this job, but I'm too scared to really go out and look for another one. Um, because, you know, I've got seniority on this job, even though I'm miserable every day, but I got seniority. So you have to make a decision. You have to make a choice. A choice that says either I'm going to stay in this rut or I'm going to have faith and move forward to what God has for me. Uh, when I was, I drove here, when I first moved to Dallas from Ohio, I drove my car. <laughs> After that, I, I, I drove it many times. But, you know, the very first time was funny because uh, what I did not realize, and then I'll tell you, I was, uh, I think I was like in Little Rock, Arkansas. And I got tired. And I was like, okay. I know I can't go back, but how far is Dallas? So I wasn't finding the, you know, a sign that was telling me how far Dallas was. And so I stopped and got a hotel. And then I woke up the next morning and I started driving and I was like, you only had five more hours to go. I was like, man, you could have did that and went on. My point is this. I was, I didn't know what was ahead of me. I didn't know what Dallas held for me. I left a job working for the state. Um, of thir you know, 13 years, and my mom was like, are you crazy? You're going to leave this good job, la, 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 and going down here? Uh, okay, so I'm just going to give you my quick little testimony. So, I'm, you know, I'm driving, and I like some country music. And so there's a song uh, which became very relevant because I'm passing through Little Rock, and... Uh, uh, I'm a little past Little Rock. Okay, so the the essence of the song, she was saying, uh, uh, too far to, um, oh man, I had it earlier. Uh, too late to change my mind. I'm a little past Little Rock. So she was just saying, I don't know what's up ahead, but I'm too far to go back. And there was that, that moment in my life, like I'm sure in your life, where, you know, you're like, I don't know what's ahead. 
but I've come too far to turn back. Even though going back to something that's familiar is a lot easier than going forward and not knowing. And so, like I said, I left Ohio not knowing what Texas uh, was going to hold for me. And um, da, 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 da. I can't believe, I'm, okay, I'll get the words in just a little bit. It'll come to me. But the point of it is, what do you do when you're in between? Well, the second thing, you got the first one. Did you write that down? The second thing is not go back. There's nothing back there. You've already done that. You already had that relationship. If it hits you once, he'll hit you again. Um, if they left and cheated on you once, there's a good chance that they may cheat again. So to continue to go back, um, to any type of relationship, any type of job, any type, anything that is going to cost you your peace, you have to weigh it out. And like I said, you don't know uh, too soon to know what's up ahead. That's the word. She said, too soon to know what's up ahead. I'm doing the gospel version. <laughs> and too late to change my mind. I gotta keep my heart out of this and both hands on the wheel. Da, 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 da. So basically, this song is playing while I'm driving and I've left Dallas. And what was so funny is, is the song she talks about, uh, I had to leave my life in Dallas, but that town will always be you. And I'm driving, you know, from Ohio going to Dallas. And like I said, and 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 I hope you're getting the, the, the relevance of it. And she was saying this was what was so powerful. She said, too soon to know what's up ahead, but too late to change my mind. I gotta keep my heart out of this and both hands on the wheel. I'm learning more with every mile what leaving feels. So I'm saying to you that in the between time, when you're not exactly where you want to be, but you are facing in that direction, do not turn around and go back to something that is familiar. Is it tempting? Of course it is. It's easier. It's familiar. It's easier to go back. But what if what God has ahead of you is greater than what you feel like you've lost? That's where faith comes in. We walk by faith and not by sight. Is it easy to keep the faith? I wish I could tell you it was. Because there's certain things I look at and going, Lord, did I just roll my eyes? I'll be like, but <laughs> I have to come to the conclusion that says God knows what's best. You know what's best for me. And after you, you know, you've, like I said, after you finish crying, after you finish, you know, thinking, you know, I, I'll tell you something funny. I remember one time I was praying. Actually, I was just talking to the Lord and I was like, if I was in charge, 
this is what I would have done with my life. <laughs> and I'm so glad he just listens because I had this whole thing figured out. Like some people, you know, you get married by 20, you know, you get married, come out of college, you get married, have a baby by 25, have your second one by 29. You know, and sometimes we have all of this stuff figured out. And then when it doesn't happen, just like we thought, then we feel like, okay, God, you're being unfair and you're being unreasonable. And then you have to look at it and say, wow, my life is good. I've got a good life. You do know what's best for me. And, and so in that in-between time, I want you, number one, to forget those things which are behind, but don't forget the lesson. Forgive whoever you need to forgive and release whoever you need to release. Forgive yourself. Because sometimes I think, you know, sometimes I'd be like, man, I should have saw that. Maybe you should have. Maybe you shouldn't have. But you didn't. So forgive yourself. Release it. And let it go. But never forget the lesson. But forget those things which are behind. And now when you're reaching forth to those things which are before, you don't have something holding and tying your arm back. So trying to reach. And you got this thing holding you back. Oh, okay. And then number two, we are, you make the determination that you are not going to go back to something that is familiar. That could be anything. You know, I often think about Martin Luther King for some reason, Dr. Martin Luther King. And I, and I, and I, I in my little mind, I'm thinking, I wonder if when he was, out of the limelight when it was nobody but him and his wife. You know, I wonder if he ever had that conversation with her or with himself saying, I wonder if all this is worth it. I wonder if we're ever going to make a difference. And even if he had those thoughts, he never verbalized them publicly. I'm sure that as he spoke to God, God strengthened him. And he woke up the next day staying in the fight. So that's what I want you to do. Stay in the fight. Stay in there. So number two, you pray for strength. And just like the song, Holy Spirit, breathe. Lord, breathe on us. Allow him to breathe on you. That in-between time, it's a scary time because you don't totally know what's up ahead. And then you have that temptation to debate. He said, walk by faith and not by sight. You'd be like, Lord, I'm doing all I can to, you know, to believe. And you just have to stay in the fight and continue to believe what God said. Continue walking toward what God said. But going back, no. Reaching forward, yes. Do we know what's ahead? Not totally. We have a glimpse. But if we stop in the in-between time, if you stop in the middle and you say, you know what, it's too hard to go forward and it's just better, I'm just going to go back. And I think about anybody halfway knows me, know I will take something out of any movie or anything that I see and learn a lesson. And there was this movie where this young boy was trying to swim out to, uh, you know, he was at a lake and he was trying to swim out to, I guess, the little 
barge or something and he would get halfway there and he would turn around but one day he just refused to turn around and he kept swimming and he finally got to his goal and I'm looking at that and I'm thinking dude for the lack dude it was just the same amount of strokes swimming strokes to get you to that barge or to that goal as it was for you to turn around and swim back and everybody else might have just looked at it and went oh he just didn't make it I looked at it like <laughs> it was the same amount of energy it was the same amount of time and I guess maybe he figured that out. But I'm like, you're going to turn around and swim back when you could have just kept going straight and got there and you could have rested at your goal. Ooh, I'm throwing nuggets out here today. Are you listening? Are you listening? Oh, so in that in-between, when it is so tempting to turn around and go back, look ahead. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. God, should I continue? Should I move forward? Should I stay still? Uh, uh, what do they say? You, 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 you don't quit when you're tired. You quit when you're done. And like I said, I mean, I'm not telling you something I don't have to do. I have to do this every day. I look at certain situations and I'll be like, man, this is easier to not keep going forward, to keep, to, you know. But you got to be more, oh, let me see what the word, you got to be more determined to reach that goal, to reach that next level. I love to tell you that once you even get to the next level, you make that transition. This is it. I have reached it. But the bottom of every mountain in that valley just leads to another mountain. It's called life. But it's a beautiful journey. If we look at it through God's eyes. Before I went to sleep, there's a song that... um it's it's been real interesting in this 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 time of of quietness for me because one line in a song uh I'll search to find that one you know what song is that you know and it was basically saying I don't want it if you're not in it I just want you I said I don't want it you're not in it I just want you it's like okay and then there's one that says I don't want to miss one word you speak quiet my heart I'm listening so there's if you're in a place now where it seems like nothing is happening and you're not going forward and you're not going back and you're just in between this is a time when God really wants to speak to you. He really wants to uh, open up your heart and take out those things that 
have been cluttering up, uh, that's been cluttering your heart, cluttering your mind, because there's things that he wants to share and there's things that he wants to speak to you, things that you are going to need in on this next level. So don't be afraid. I guess this is number three. Don't be afraid when God says let go. When God says this is not the way that uh, I'm going to take you. And nobody but God can just switch your whole life around. <laughs> but then as you're going through it, you're like, oh, I just, I don't like this. But then... When you get to the other side, you go, okay, God, you know, you know the way that I take, you know, you can see around the corner when all I can see is straight. And even with tears in my eyes, I'm going to trust you. And everybody used to always do that saying that said, I'm going to trust you when I can't trace you. And it sounds good. We have a whole bunch of Christian cliches until we have to live them. And then when you have to live them and when you're faced with it and you're in between, I'm in between and I'm going, it's easier to go back and do that. You know, it, it, it'll be easier to write a gospel song in opposed to trying to break into something that's already there. And I was saying earlier, I was going to get in trouble was, you know, we went through this whole thing, you know, we need to reach the young people. So we need to change the music and we need to do all that. And I was like, well, how's that working out for us? Are we changing them? Or did it change us? And not in a good way. So now we have a whole bunch of entertainment. We have a whole bunch of jumping. We have a whole bunch of this, but not that real yoke destroying anointing. And I was listening, uh, and, and, and this, this artist started singing the hymns of the church and the other, the songs. And I thought, oh my God. I mean, it was almost like a washing of my heart and of my spirit because, you know, that, those songs really, really bring you into the presence of God. So in the in-between times, we're going to forget those things which are behind, not release. We're going to forgive and release, but not forget the lesson so that we don't repeat them. Number two, we're going to ask the Holy Spirit to breathe on us and to give us the strength that we need. And then number three, we're going to continue to walk by faith and continue to go forward. Because I promise you, it's just as much energy to go back as it is to go forward. So go forward, keep moving. Allow God to wash your heart, cleanse your heart, keep your mind stayed on him and allow the Holy Spirit to breathe fresh on you. I'm Evangelist Cheryl Boggs and you've been listening to The Cheryl Boggs Show. Heard live every Monday, starting at 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern, right here on Fishbowl Radio Network, one of the Fishbowl uh, Radio Studios, and just allowing 
the love of God, the peace of God that passes all understanding says in the Bible that he will guard our hearts and our minds. If we keep our mind stayed on him, he will keep us in perfect peace. I want you to have the peace of God. I want you to know that you are not alone. I want you to know that no weapon formed against you will be able to prosper. Will it form? Yes. Will it prosper? No. Because you're going to allow the fresh wind of the Holy Spirit to breathe on you and know that you are not alone. Hey, I'm Evangelist Cheryl Boggs and I'm going to talk to you again <laughs> next week. Will you join me? I certainly hope you will and just know that the Lord loves you and he will never leave you and you are never alone. I'll talk to you again. You've been listening to Resting in His Word with Evangelist Cheryl Boggs. Please send all prayer requests, questions, or comments to rihw at cherylboggs.com. Resting in His Word is a listener-supported program. To find out how you can support the program, you may visit my website at c-h-e-r-y-l-b-o-g-g-s dot com or call 972-239-0406 for more information. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, please read Romans 10, 9-13 and pray to receive Jesus.